0: Champagne Sharks. This is T. You can find me on Twitter, Ricky Rawls. And we have D Mills.
1: What's going on, everybody? It's D Mills. You can find me on Twitter at MD Mills79. At MD Mills79. Let's get it going.
2: Okay, we have Mike. Hey, everybody. This is Mike. You can find me on Twitter at Black Exception one I'm about halfway through this bottle of Bombay Sapphire so if I start slurring towards the end please forgive me I'm here though (laughs) all right all right good good good
0: um yeah so in upcoming weeks we're having uh more guests we have some good ones lined up but I wanted to run through some various stuff in the news and D, you had a pretty interesting topic. And when you brought it up, I was like, you know what? He's right. This is popping up in the news a lot. So I will give you the floor.
1: Yeah. So I was having a conversation with someone the other day. Um, a story came on the news where um, there's this black guy. Well, actually, I'll take it back. A, a story, I saw a story on the internet where this brother had uh i don't want to call him a brother but a black guy he kidnapped his ex-girlfriend <laughs> kidnapped his ex-girlfriend and um took her to an abandoned building and i guess he proceeded to assault her and do different types of stuff and the girl's parents and her family ended up banding together amount of rescue effort and they actually beat the SWAT team to the location. They found where she was at and they went in there and they ended up uh, shooting and killing the guy and rescuing the, uh, the woman. Yeah. Oh, so the family shot him? Yeah, the family shot him and killed the guy and, okay. and got her out of there. So I started to notice like, and I don't know if it's anecdotal, I don't, you know, but I'm hearing more and more of these stories where black men are kind of simping out, I guess, for lack of a better term. And when a woman breaks up with them and then they're going and uh, either going on a killing spree or they go and they kill the woman and then kill themselves. And, it's not something that I'm used to hearing about. It seems like it's a relatively new phenomenon. So I was I told T about it to, you know, to see what he thought about it. He said, you know, it's kind of a new thing to him too. And you see a lot of these stories that keep coming up in the news of late. And I'm talking about like the past two or three years. I've noticed a slight uptick in stories like that, not in the types of stories where, like, you catch the woman, you know, cheating with a, a maid or a, another guy or something like that, and then the guy goes and kills him. I mean, that's bad enough, but you know, those are the passion murders or what have you, crimes of passion. But this one specifically, where the woman breaks up with the guy, and then the guy goes crazy and and kills him. The woman then kills himself or kills the kids and kills himself. You used to didn't really hear too much about stuff like that in the uh, in the black community. So I started wondering, you know, what else going on now that, uh, you know, you're starting to see a lot of these stories become prevalent. You know, these black Elliot Rogers type of guys where, um, you know, they want to kill the girl for not being with them and all this type of stuff. So that's what it was.
0: Uh, going on. I think there's a more benign version of that going on of uh, black people doing white type of things but kind of in a positive in a supposedly positive way and i think what happens is when you assimilate in one way it becomes easier to assimilate in the negative ways too so it's like okay you're black and you're into I hope this doesn't come out wrong. Like, say, like, you're black and you're into stuff that a lot of black people weren't into back in the day. So, you're into skateboarding, you're into like heavy metal, you're into um, stoner culture. The stolter, yeah. I mean, not weed, because because black people have always been into weed, but I'm talking about like specifically into like that kind of stoner culture and stuff. And what I believe is when you assimilate in a certain fashion, it's, it's not like you can just pick the good and leave the bad, you're going to kind of end up picking up all of it. Because, for example, uh, suicide. You used to not hear black people doing suicide. That was one thing that, you know, people people used to always call like a, like a white thing, suicide. And now I hear about black suicides all the time. And I think they might be getting it from, you know, being immersed in that in that culture. It becomes like a
2: reasonable solution to them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean that. That that could be it because
1: you're starting to see a lot of this stuff too, where they get into um, pill popping culture. Yeah, that too. That's what I mean. And 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 I don't know what the effects of some of these medications are having on people, um, but I know that uh, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago. Prescription drugs. We've seen a whole red. Yeah, prescription drugs. That's exactly right. We seen a whole thread where these people were like swapping stories about all the prescription drugs that they were on to deal with things like manic depression or manic, uh, manic. What is the hell is it called? Manic depressive behavior and bipolar and, uh, and all that. depression, bipolar disorder. And, yeah, yeah, and all these different types of things.
0: Yeah, and that's another thing that used to be considered like a "quote unquote" white thing, and it's become very common for uh, you know black people to do now as well.
1: Right. So like I was saying, man, I just heard a few of these stories where out here there was one, uh, I want to say it was either in Riverside, I know it was in San Bernardino County, I want to say Riverside, but um, there was a black teacher, black female teacher, and um, her ex-husband came to the school and shot her in the classroom, killed her in the classroom, and I think either he killed himself or the police ended up killing him. I'm not sure which one it was. I'm going to pull up the story and post it in the, for the notes later. But, um, then there was a couple more. There was the guy in Cleveland, Ohio that, you know, the girl broke up with him and then he went and he killed that old man. And he claimed that he killed a few other people. And then the police ended up, uh, I think he ended up committing suicide as well yeah. after being on the run for a while. And he killed himself. And, um, yeah, so yeah. It's just
0: that's why I think there'll be more more black mass shooters too. Like I feel like as black people continue to assimilate more and more, you're gonna start seeing that too. Like that typical way of um, that it shows like in a lot of ways. Like like the, like the black serial killers that they had in D.C. a couple of years ago. Like for example, even rap. Look look at how simpish rap is and how emo it is. And that that's that wasn't a, a typical point. black way to talk about things. Like. You know, when you hear Drake talking hear with Drake talk about, yeah, uh, you know, I used to like you. Why don't you like me like that? Why are you dating him? And it makes you think of old songs like <laughs> Is she really going out with him? Or there's a song called Flavor Flavor of the Week. There was a song called Flavor of the Week. Like there's this genre of white song where the white kinda dweeb is mad that the girl is uh dating the cool kid who doesn't treat her right, and she should be right. dating me. Like that was yeah. not a rap topic, yeah. you know. Rap songs that have that now—that's like a ton of rap songs. Post Drake, you know about oh, I bet you with your new guy. Have you seen? Have you seen how yeah. serious how stalkerish some of Drake's songs are? Because I once I wanted to give him a chance, and I said, you know, let me not be the old man. Get off my lawn, guy. So I, I put a Drake Pandora station on. And I was, I went on a drive, and I was like, "Wow, man, this this guy, he sounds like you know, he's he's the kind of guy who's gonna like kill a girlfriend and then kill himself." Like, like I had no idea his music was like that. People told me like it was soft, but it was beyond soft. He he'd be like singing songs like, you know, I wonder this new guy treats you. I wonder what he's doing right now. He's probably. Yeah. With you, and it should be me, and I was no. like, Yo, this is not Mackish at all. Like, how about people riding in the car pumping the bass like to this? Like, it's just not Mack, it's not Mackish at all. Like, I, how is this your escapism? Like, th- that's not what rap is to me,
1: yeah. I don't know, man, because um, it's what's hot right now, you know. Uh, I wonder if did it start with LL because I'm, I'm thinking of a couple of, I know you got <laughs> But I'm thinking of a couple of yeah. LL songs from back in the day. Well, uh, Hey Lover. Well, and who well do
2: maybe, you love, uh,
0: maybe maybe LL uh, was LL was more like the Mac who was showing his soft side. Like
2: it worked because you believe. I don't know. I disagree. Kind of like the name. Hey Lover okay. song, he did kind of veer into that territory when he was mentioning her. When when, her, when he was mentioning her, possible man, he you know he's, if he watching her. Watching her with her man. Yeah, it was like so he did kind of venture oh, no, into that territory right, with the right. video, um, and with the with some lyrics I, of the song. I
0: was thinking of I was thinking of I yeah, need love. I was thinking of I need love. You're 80s, right. Hey, the 80s LL.
2: This is the mid nineties. Yeah. LL. yeah,
0: you're right. Sorry, you're right, you're right. <laughs> right then, <laughs> he kind of jumped in with both feet
2: into like simpish. Yeah. Well, you know they all started doing that. They yeah, you With right. like the whole tricking, tr- it ain't tricking if you got it. You know theme. That started, you know, probably back in the late '90s, early 2000s, which is not true. So it was a that was the next logical jump.
0: Well, here's the difference in mid '90s LL. He kind of gave up on the dudes at that point because dudes were not fucking with mid '90s LL. He was kind of past it with the dudes, and he decided I'm going to reinvent myself for the women and get an extra like five, six years out of my career. So there were no dudes. Rocking Hey Lover in the car, or like 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 Drake is different because dudes are loving Drake as much as the women. Like, I was walking down the street in uh, Bed Stuy, and this dude like was driving by me slow with a jeep, and he was bumping like this crazy bass. And he's like the windows roll down, and he's rolling by me slow, and he starts ice grilling me, but it's to Drake.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: So he like ice grilled <laughs> me with Drake on, and it's like na 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 I was like, dude, this is not having the effect you want, man. This just looks so.
2: You can't intimidate nobody to Drake, Drake. Nobody look right. Nobody's succumbing to you. intimidation. Now you have to prove it, man. You can't. We don't believe you. Oh hell,
1: we don't believe you. Yeah.
2: You know. Yeah, hey, 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 you might be t- you, you might to be the toughest me, guy in the don't. world. And that's why you can get away with that. But we you have to prove it now because nobody's you're not shaking. I you know. know
0: you used to love me like though. Used to call yeah. me now you won't. what the fuck is that? that will <laughs> you playing? Something like that. They're always like that.
1: He's bumping uh, passion fruit.
0: I want to get you out this strip club. <laughs> he's bumping oh. Passion
1: fruit while he's. While he's, while he's me mugging you, huh?
2: I want to get you into school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I we know, should just let T keep okay. singing, bro. Keep going. <laughs> T freestyling oh. over there. Go ahead. <laughs> oh. We said, let me pay your tuition.
0: I'm on a mission to pay your tuition, get you at the club. Yeah, it's like, yeah. The one of his songs was like that. One of his songs about like rescuing the girl at this strip club. Like you're a good Damn, girl, you're too crazy. good for this. It's like
2: oh my god. So, it, are, is, not, is it the music me. that's that's reflecting the trend in society, or is it affecting this trend among us? I, I think that I think the musical taste is changing
1: um, due to certain trends in society.
0: Like I don't think yeah, these, I think it's a, I think it's a symptom, not yeah, not a cause.
1: These dudes are not. I I don't think they're trendset. set. Like there was no way that Drake would have been able to flourish in the in the nineties. You know what I'm saying? Like not no. not with the style that he he's on right now. Not with the whole simping thing and the how about now shit. That there was no way. But <clears throat> something has happened in society where he's able to flourish now. And I also think
0: there's enough there's enough simps who are okay with being simps to make that a thing like there were always black simps but it was something that most of them were ashamed of so even if you had some simp bones in you you kind of tried to listen to some gangster shit yeah. and yeah. aspire what, to it to a
1: what degree a lot of this too now oh, people, go ahead to
0: yeah not- not people are cool with yeah. it. Like it's like like it's okay. Like people go on YouTube and just put like long rants about the girl that broke up with them, and be like just ranting. Like this is that one that Toriko is playing. It's like
2: you are <laughs> lying. pizza. Hey, if girl, anybody like, can find like, that my... one, if anybody can find that one and shoot me that link. Oh, you got to uh, put that's it. That's hilarious yeah, because I've been looking for that because yeah. I want to show my brother that one. And I could never find. I could always find the one with the little Mexican kid. Yeah, I can. Who was, who was crying? Uh, you remember that one that Treg always showed too. He's like, I, I, I fucking love you. I can't believe you doing me like this. I promise. You know, he got a little. A- a- accent. I promise, I'll, I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna do better. I fucking love you. He got the little LA hat on, and he like he tried to turn it around. You know what I'm saying? He was like, no, I turn that shit around. You can't represent LA with with all that crying and sipping. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst.
0: These dudes will be like dressing gangster, the simp, like you know, they'll 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 be rocking gang colors yeah. and trying
2: to. No, simp. I mean, probably, I'm mean i sure they're not reading really the has gang, but be, under be trying to look. He probably he probably was a hardcore street killer, but soft on soft on Marisol or whatever her name was.
0: Uh, these days, you never know. It really could be the case, but yeah, in a lot of ways, it's a lot, like like the same way. I know I'm repeating myself, but yeah, I think the same way it became okay for black kids to do yeah. certain harmless things that white people do, because 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 now for example, I see all these black kids wearing like heavy metal shirts, and I remember you could not wear a heavy metal nah. shirt in like the nah. '80s or '90s; like you look like a weirdo, even like like even. Be- me, I would listen sometimes to other types yeah. of music, but I never tried to dress it. Everybody, or advertise did. it. everybody, it was just something did, that man. I did because, in my house. You
2: know, we had to, you'd be on the yeah. radio, you'd be searching through the radio. I know people don't turn the dial like we used to do back in the day, but you know, sometimes you can't get nothing and then you, you you know, you turn on, you know, you get there and it's Metallica and you're listening to it. It's like, oh, it's kind of, you know, yeah. so that becomes a guilty pleasure, yeah, yeah, or, or like. And,
0: or like mtv like maybe because the video is really catchy you end up watching yeah. it and then you end up saying oh wait this song's not bad like like the video got my attention but the song kept me and next thing you know like like duran duran got me like that like you know duran duran yeah. have, like these videos with like all these like pretty girls and i like, watched them and i started liking the music and then to this day i'm a duran duran fan but i didn't go and like get my hair feathered and try to walk around the hood like that i would have you know but but now dudes will do that notorious yeah like like now dudes will do that dudes will like i don't know what it takes you to get beat up now in the black community but i mean i see kids doing stuff where it's like in a way i'm like oh wow it's cool that you have that freedom of expression now like that you can do stuff now and you'll still be accepted but at the same time i think this probably yeah it's
2: cool for like the harmless the little harmless traits yeah but Adopting like like that, that 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 suicide one that you mentioned, that's a big, big thing. It's really shot up among black kids. Yeah. And uh there was a there was a there was one where like a little ten year old jumped out of the window, killed himself. No, he stabbed he stabbed himself to death or something. Yeah, it's weirdly really Memphis Yeah,
0: it's really destigmatized in the black community now. It's yeah.
2: What do you guys
1: think has changed like in the way that we we process and deal with these issues in the community? Because obviously something has changed. Where if the rate has really gone up any, any significantly, it, it, what has changed where we were able to just process and deal with the things that we were able to deal with? I mean, to, coming out of slavery into Jim Crow, through the drug wars and all of that.
0: I think black people are getting whiter and white people are getting blacker. And we're. Just, I think we're just kind of converging into something. You know, I'm not really sure what the end result is, but... I mean, that's my unscientific theory. You know what I think, Mitch? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: I think we don't have a lot of the traditional black outlets that we used to have, like in terms of shows and things like that. You know, you have a rough week and then you get home and you sit down and you watch Martin or you watch Family Matters or some shit or any number of black shows that were on TV. You know, that was kind of like an outlet, but now...
0: I, I agree, but I think we're saying the same thing in a way, because okay. I mean, we've said this before about how today's black shows, they're kind of infused or imbued with a certain level of whiteness or white consciousness that the right. old ones weren't. Like when you watch Blackish, you can like feel like the white footprint on it. You can feel like it's kind of made for that, that new type of cultural mulatto, like you know, that person who has a foot in both worlds. Right and the values don't feel like as black as the other ones. Like like it's meant to you know be for that black kid who's around a lot of white people or that person that works around a lot of white people or something like rock. Yeah, we always said like the the white people like an afterthought. Like you know that's kind of um, meant for that blue collar guy who.
1: So what happened then is we were I think. What we're saying now is that, um, entertainment, you know, be it television or even music was the last bastion of integration that had yet to reach. And we're at the point now where integration is fully reached. Um, our entertainment.
0: I think so. Also, I think the fact that, um, white people are so into rap now, Mm -hmm. um, all the popular rappers, like, you know, people always say that, um, Rap has gotten so much worse and whatever. But I was thinking about it. And I was like, back in the days, having a gold record was a big deal. Like, if you had a gold record, it was like you were a superstar. So there was no going diamond. Like If you could get 500,000. So you can just get that off the backs of black people. So I think that like the old rap was a lot more what black people were into. Whereas now if you're somebody going diamond or you're going whatever, you have to have like a 75% white fan base. I mean, you might have this amount of black people. Like if, there's the, if black people are 13% of the population, you might have a 25% black fan base. But if you're going to dominate the charts, you have to um, have a majority white fan base. So I think even like the so-called black rap, has a lot more white sensibilities that can um, play into it. You know, you know, something has to be in it that kind of appeals to uh, white people. And now the black kids themselves kind of buy into it. And what I mean by that is, if you go to like a hip hop website or something, I noticed even if it's like black kids on the site, they talk about the music, they process it different. And I'll, I'll give an example. When, like MC Hammer was huge. And he got big off the backs of like a majority white audience. Even though he had like a black following too, to sell all that, he had to really cross over to white people, right? And, but I remember we would talk about him and people would be like, yo, what do you think about Hammer? Oh, Hammer sucks. Uh, and, uh, and we almost thought he was bad because of his popularity. We're like, if that many people like him, too many white people like him, he's too mainstream, you know, to be that mainstream, he had to like lose something in the music. And the, the bigger he got, like the less we liked him. And then Dougie Fresh, I guess, to kind of hop on the bandwagon and boost his own career. He um, did a song with Hammer. You can you can Google it. It's called uh, "Busting Out." So he, he so he uh, put on hammer pants, started hammer dancing, and doing all this stuff. And the streets. Killed him, and it's something that would never happen today. The streets killed him so much. They were, you know, he had to issue an apology.
1: God dang, really?
0: And yeah, yeah, he apologized to the streets, and he basically like scrapped the records. He signed to Hammer's label and did all that stuff. Uh, yeah, and they were. Just, he was like, "Listen, I lost my head. I'm sorry." But but now, if you see like these new these new black kids, right? They will be like, uh, someone will be like, oh, who do you like better, Drake or this person? And they won't even discuss the lyrics. They'll be like, Drake got better bitches. Or they'll be like, oh, who sells more? Like, like Drake sells more. He getting more money. Yeah, who gets more money? You know, who he got
2: more money. Yeah. Know, like. And that's also an excuse or doing all kinds of all kinds of fuckery because oh well he getting paid like these guys wearing dresses and stuff and then we, well he getting paid yep. you know you just hating yeah yeah you just blah, hating blah, 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 blah.
0: he's getting paid yeah exactly they'll say stuff like uh, oh he got better bitches he sells more records or something else they'll be like um, oh how many how many awards this guy win Drake won mad Grammys and before like we didn't even care about Grammys Grammys was like that was yeah. like a corny cosign. Like that's his success. That ain't got shit to do with you. Yeah, well, no, no, no. But not just that. Who votes for the Grammys? It's not people like us. It's like um, some white people in suits.
2: So, well, well, that, that that's what matters because they 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 are the they are the tastemakers in these people's eyes. You know what I mean? It's like if if they're approved and validated by them, then he must be good. So that's who I'm rocking with. Yeah,
0: exactly. And and before the people who would award grammys were people that whose taste you didn't trust that's why like you know like will smith and grammys and stuff and even like you know people like will smith and fresh prince of bel-air the black community wasn't really interested in music like that like super hard you know what i mean
1: i remember when i first came to the realization that i'm an old head is i was talking to my boy he's, he's a lot younger than me And we were talking about, you know, Drake and Kendrick and all the different artists today versus yesterday and whatnot. And so we started talking about the music and I'm like, you know, I just don't like the sound. You know, I don't he he doesn't. uh, I like a little bit of pain in my music. I want to feel the struggle. I want to feel what somebody's going to because that's my background. So I want to feel that they went through similar challenges and, and overcame it and, you know, stuff like that. And I don't feel that with Drake. He's just whining about his little women and all this kind of thing. I'm just like, okay, you know, that's cool when I was a teenager, but, you know, now I'm a man. I don't want to hear that shit. And 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 he was talking about, yeah, man, but, you know, man, Kendrick don't sell that much, man. I'm like, well, I don't give a fuck if Kendrick sold four records. I don't care. But then I, I came to the realization that we're talking about we're in two totally different worlds. I don't care what these dudes' personal success stories are. I don't care if they live in a mansion. I don't care how many records they sold. I just care about how the music vibes with me. You know what I'm saying? But these dudes are like, now they're on this thing where they're living vicariously through these rappers or through these entertainers. So when these dudes are winning, they feel like they're winning too. Like they're invested yeah, and in their success. It's crazy.
0: And they're way bigger sheep then i think we were as teenagers like when you're a teenager yeah. you're always into that validation of your peers or whatever mm-hmm. and maybe i'm looking through rose colored glasses and i'm biased because you know it was my teen years versus other teen years but i feel like these guys are so they're so scared to death to not be down down with the wave like some wave is going to come and they're caught not being on that wave. They don't know how to deal with it. Like, like they have to jock anybody just in case they might get hot. And then then when they get hot, you know, then they, they're definitely on it. Like it's, yeah, it's just, it's just really weird. Like, like when uh, Drake went to this uh, Meek Mill, he was able to go to Philly and he was, he would say stuff like, yo, Philly's cool, but you know, Meek Mill's a pussy and stuff. and, And all the, Kids in the audience are supposedly roaring. I was like, I can't even imagine that. Like,
2: yeah, no, nah. but the
0: way it used to be, if it was somebody from your town and he was yeah. like a hometown hero, even if he was whacker, you would just like defend Yeah, yeah. I mean, him against incident, somebody. There was an
2: incident here. Um, some, some guys from Milwaukee came down. There's some rappers that come down here to do a show. This is, I wasn't there, but this is what I was told. And they were on the stage and they were rapping and like it seemed like people wasn't really feeling them. So then they were just like, fuck Racine, y'all a bunch of bitches and this and this and this and that. And they got beat up by a bunch of girls. <laughs> oh, wow. They got beat up and ran out of here. But, by... okay, this is like, Racine's a little grimy, man, when it comes to certain stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of, you know, because it's a small town, but it's like, it's you know, Milwaukee is a big city to the north of us. And Chicago's a big city, you know, like an hour south of us. So, you know, you get people coming through and passing through and thinking it's, but they would have, you could never do that and come, even to this day. I don't think, I don't, but well, I don't think you could come here and say, you know, hey, you guys are cool, but somebody else that y'all, the city, because the city was rocking with uh, Meek Mill supposedly, but he was still able to come yeah. through and do that. And,
0: because Drake is hotter, so hey, we're gonna ride. With, we're gonna ride with that.
1: But see, in the then, it depends on where you are. Drake did that, and like uh, that would be like somebody coming to the to the Staples Center in L.A. and this, and uh, I don't know, Snoop or something, or, or Kendrick Lamar.
0: No, I heard L.A. I heard L.A. still has that pride.
1: It does, but it depends on on, on where you are. You know, location is everything. Like. certain spots you can come and you know the hardcore people ain't gonna be there you know just and so you
0: can get away with certain things. Oh I see like the Staples Um, Center.
1: Right and then there's other places you go in LA that if you try that you know you you may not make it out of there in one piece so it it just really depends on where you are that makes
2: sense.
0: If the old days had today's uh, ethics if the old days had today's ethics like uh if, if Run DMC or someone else dissed Hammer, right? And, you know, people would ride with Hammer. And right. if Hammer came to the Madison Square Garden, they would, and he tried dissing Run DMC, but said, hey, New York, you're cool, but Run DMC is whack. They'd be like, oh, yeah, Run DMC is whack. Hammer, you sell one million. Run DMC is like um, just going gold. Like, well, you
2: remember when Suge Knight was at that award show in New York, and he made that statement... That was kind of like a yeah. veiled statement about Puff Daddy and the crowd instantly started booing them and then when Snoop came up and Dre was yeah. there they started booing them too. So I mean that even even as even as late as the mid 90s yeah movies, yeah you you couldn't do that man and yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you something that I'll tell you
0: something that was way different about the big 90s. I think it's a great example. Uh, LA used to destroy New York in sales, and people in New York would still, you know, ride for their people. Like, people liked the chronic people, liked um, like people liked West Coast people, but right. they weren't gonna throw New York people under the bus, yeah, for yeah. West Coast people, you know, they, they, they would be like. Listen to your albums or whatever, but we're gonna represent, and that's how it, that's how it should be. People in LA should be the same way, you know. You should represent, but now people, I think maybe a lot of it happened because after uh, Biggie and Pac both died, I remember a big thing that you kept hearing like yeah, no one yeah. wanted to live through that again, and a big thing people kept saying was uh yo, know, fuck west coast east coast fuck red and blue let's just focus yeah. on the green let's just get that money and now it's when just everyone just started co-signing everybody
1: everybody yeah i remember that and,
0: and he, yeah and even though i get why it was good because you know you don't want that level of war again i think we kind of lost something like that like
2: now it doesn't matter well it, yeah because people like the, the industry kind of policed itself and it would kind of Get those whack rappers out of the way. You know what I mean. Yes. There might be a lane for them, but it wouldn't be in the limelight. You know what I mean. Like it, they would. They kind of self-policed in that regard. Yeah. And, uh,
0: yeah, and if all that matters is who's popular, then at the end of the day, white people are going to dictate who black people listen to because, because it's, that, it's gonna,
2: because of the majority. Yeah, it's going to be white consume most stupid. of the hip hop.
0: Yeah, before white people couldn't do that. Like white people couldn't make vanilla ice pop in the black community. They couldn't make hammer pop in the back black community. They couldn't do that because sales aren't what mattered. It was a certain type of authenticity yeah. and
2: you know whatever. And that's why you see the state of rap now. It seems like you know, I mean, they're all catered to 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 what the outsiders want, and now you have a situation where you've got them dictating what is and what isn't real hip hop. Oh yeah, you know what I mean, I, you you see who the um, the editor in chief of that Double magazine is. Now, these people are now the gatekeepers of who they they've crowned Eminem as the greatest of all time. Oh yeah, uh, and, 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 and that, Drake, they, they should even be in a position to do that. Yeah.
0: And Drake brought Eminem out at a concert, and he bowed down and said, "You know, I'm bringing out the goat, the greatest of all time." First of all, Drake shouldn't even be in the position to designate. You don't have permission right. to do that. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. You're not even in You ain't invited the to the barbecue,
2: homie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, You're not invited to the barbecue. You can't invite him. No disrespect to Eminem, you know, but.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Eminem is good at what he does, but I mean, th- th- this is what I always tell people when they try to tell me like, you know, Eminem is the GOAT. And I'm like, look, in my whole life, I have never heard an Eminem song in a black club. Mm. Never. You know I, what? Think about it. Have wow. you ever heard it?
1: No, I, I think, I've, heard, think. I've heard. I've, heard, getting, I've heard Eminem songs being played on the streets,
2: but never inside of a club. Yeah, I've heard that. I've ne- no, never, never I've even ne- at a house party.
0: Never. I've never been on a hip hop dance floor and an Eminem song is played. And whenever I bring that up, everybody stops and thinks, and they always agree. You know, I will even it I will even add one more thing. I went to one party. Uh, where they tried to play Eminem song and it destroyed the vibe in the dance floor, the, the, they tried to play <laughs> My, "My Name Is uh, Slim Shady" oh, that yeah, first one.
2: Definitely not. Mm. You can't dance that's to that's the it. wrong that's the wrong one to play anyway. But, yeah, yeah. You but know, Irv, Irv Gotti, um, the uh, the former CEO of uh, Murder Inc. what was that? Uh, Murder Inc. Murder, Ink, Murder yes. Inc. You know, obviously they had a beef with Eminem, but he made a good point that I thought was fair, and he was like, you know what, Eminem. He's great at what he does. You know, he's great at what he does. He said, but think about it like this. You think, imagine Eminem rapping, It's a Hard Knock Life. He said, that's still a dope song, right? And he would still get love for that. He said, but imagine Jay-Z rapping, My Name Is. Would he get the same kind of love? Mm. They would clown him. So he was saying that the bar was set differently for Eminem. That's that's an interesting point. It's true.
0: That's a very good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exa- exactly. Like, like. Well, same thing with the same thing with the Beastie Boys. Like, if if three black guys rap like the Beastie Boys, would they be yeah, geniuses? Yeah. That they're considered today. They would be like kind of laughed out of town. And I say this as someone who enjoys the Beastie Boys. Me like, too, You know, too. I, enjoy, I I enjoy them, but let's be honest. If three black guys rap like the Beastie Boys, they'll be kind of uh, well, I, I, forgettable. I,
1: I, I do think they would. Yeah, a a white artist coming into a zone. In the hip-hop golden age when the beasties came around you had to have a unique sound you couldn't come in trying to sound like uh everlast or some shit because people would clown you you know people would we don't yeah. like that rigor type of thing we don't like that right
2: but if you don't yeah, that's a good come, point that's a good point
1: they have to yeah. have a very unique sound and so maybe that's why they can flourish it because they they kind of curve their own lane in order to get we're feeling it. We're like, damn, you know, I'm feeling that. I wouldn't do it, but I'm feeling it the way that they're doing it. You know what I'm saying? And, and so yeah, they have yeah. to do that. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: Because you... And I'll say a lot, of these, a lot of these Black acts, I think they came up on Eminem. Like a lot of them, I think, you know, especially like these Black kids who grew up in the suburbs, who went to rap, because I know like uh, Tyler, the creator, said he went to the suburbs and was mostly around white kids. He said he mostly grew up around white kids. He didn't fit in with the Black kids tire of the creator that's what that's what he said i believe him. in that you know <laughs> yeah yeah but if you know it's like uh Tired of the creator has a real like juggalo eminem kind of vibe boys rapping about raping people and yeah. you know like like gross shit and pills and all that stuff yeah. and yeah a lot of new black kids have that same kind of uh aesthetic and like yeah like eminem to me has like that school shooter vibe you know like he's he, and, and he has rapped about columbine and all this crazy shit if the internet was around back then he'd probably get more grief for, to it but like he would say things like you know i follow the columbine people around shouting bravo and all this pro uh school shooter pro mass shooter shit like you know raping his raping people kill he killed his wife like twice three times in songs his mom killed his mom like
2: i think he even threatened to rape his mom in a song too like now there's no now now, well back then a, a brother couldn't get away with that nowadays i'm not so sure
0: not maybe yeah yeah there's this guy esham in detroit who i who they say is a black guy who started like a lot of that, but I think, you know, most black people would find that guy weirdo. Yeah. Now if he came out, he'd well, probably... Horror,
2: horror, well, I think, like, well, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of horror, horror
1: Yeah, rap. I going to say, yeah, out here on the West Coast, horror core has been, has been pretty, I don't want to say popular, but it's been around for a long time out here. You know, since...
2: It's a niche. It's a niche. Uh, it's a, yeah. You know, it's got its own lane. It's Brother, Lynch type of, Brother, Lynch. Brother Lynch type of thing going yeah. on. Brother Lynch. Um but the one thing,
0: but the one thing I remember about the Black Horror Core was that it was more. It still kind of had like a Mackish vibe to it, like you know, like I'm still in control, as opposed to like I'm bullied. Like, like I feel like Eminem is more like I'm the bully who's going going to go and get the tools from the shed and make all the bullies pay. And I feel like the Black Horror Core wasn't really kind of like that. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Well, no. The the black hardcore that I grew up with, Brother Lynch, they were actually yeah exactly. gangsters yeah the gang bangers. those dudes were those dudes were Crips they were gangbangers so you know they weren't going to come at it from the perspective of kids that were being bullied they were coming at it from the perspective of the streets you know, it wasn't guess, emo that, right it wasn't that emo shit
0: yeah whereas Eminem was that kind of emo like like it's it's aggressively emo it's kind of like what you say like you know aggressively passive or aggressively It's like it's aggressively um, misanthropically emo, but it's still very uh, <laughs> emo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just want to tie it into your original point. I I think that convergence of culture and whatever. I just want to say the reason we're talking about it. I think it ties into that terrorist
2: simp that you're seeing in the black community. Yeah, right yeah, I think, yeah. Well, I <laughs> think I, I, I th- think th- I just want to tie also it, with like the a, fact that you know I think the home used to be kind of a refuge from that sort of influence to a larger degree than it is now. And so, you know, with the TV and the internet and all that, it's really exposing our young people mm-hmm. to, you know, these types of outside influences.
1: I Yeah. yeah. I think it's th- th- yeah. th- everything you guys said. Um, there's no refuge anymore. Like when you go out into the real world, it used to be you go out into the world, you deal with racism, white supremacy, all the stresses of your work. And then you come home and you shut all that out and you smoke your weed or whatever. And you watch Martin or whatever.
0: You're Martin, you know, you're, you're living single, and whatever. You're in a
1: black world when you get home. Now you don't have
0: that. Yeah, now. blackish, is, right. not a, black-ish is not a black don't world. Have that yeah.
1: Even the shows with the primarily black cast have a vastly different experience than um, the ones that we grew up with right? Even they're still like
0: humor oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah, it's true.
1: whatever, they have a very um, Caucasian slanted lens of things. And so the way that you do, where do you go to deal with your problems? There is no outlet anymore, right? I mean, it's there's no escapism.
0: And your music is and your rap music is all music right. that resonates with white people because you're choosing it by what's the most popular. So, I mean, because I remember the rap music that we listened to If you were, like, outside of um, that world, it kind of didn't really appeal to you. Like, for example, like, the East Coast stuff would have a lot of 5% infused stuff, and if you weren't into that culture, you wouldn't get it. And the West Coast stuff had a lot of gang-coded stuff. And if you weren't from there, you might not get it. So even not even all black people could understand each other's rap. Totally. You know, like, I could enjoy NWA, but I would probably not get all the coded stuff out of it that you might get or get all the references and you might listen to like some rock came and you enjoy it, but you might not get all the 5% double entendres. Like, like now the world is wide open. Like everyone can understand everything. White people can get,
2: there's no mystery to it um, anymore.
0: A black rap song right away. There's no mystery. So even your rap music is not like your own, type of security blanket that exactly. like it used to be and that's You're why you have, like a lot of everyone. You
2: know, people in the, you on the on the East the, Coast using really a lot of West Rocky. Coast slang or down south slang and vice versa. It's just, you know, it's it's becoming one big melting pot and there's that's why the the regions don't really aren't really rigidly defined anymore. It's kind of
0: Look at ASAP Rocky. He rock ra- he raps just like a Houston guy and, you know, Exactly. Some old, he sure, yeah So old Houston guys were saying like get your own swag. Like what's look what's wrong with you? And they were mad at him. He was saying the, using the slang, talking about trill and stuff. And, and now people don't even want to do stuff if white people can't understand it because they want that money. They don't want to yeah, create a, so, that world.
1: Yeah, man. Um, you know, I don't know if that that's just my conjecture. You know, an anecdote. Like, I don't know what the stats are. I don't know if suicides are really on the rise in the community. I don't know if it's really the case. These types of murders, no, they are. Are Oh, they are Oh, yeah, yeah, they definitely are. are.
2: According, to, according to the CDC that that they they oh uh, wow okay well, see, well there we we go. Well. you go that's all
1: enough said right there. So
0: yeah, 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 and a lot and a lot of Cookout Twitter likes to trumpet that too. And you want to think perversely about them? I think in a weird way, like Cookout Twitter that's what I call them now uh,
2: I think it's a good, I it's a good term Twitter, I, I like that
0: yeah I thought about it after last week and stuff and I thought that was pretty good uh, but I think Cook at Twitter is like low key kind of proud about it because uh, cause a lot of them like oh there's a lot of suicides now mental health is important we have to um, talk about it and yeah. I think they're proud because they're like we have white problems now Yeah, this is one more sign that we are um, on our way not that Ad- these people
1: are like trying, oh, to yeah, we have black try-
0: problems now no. like crack and all this stuff. Now we have like suicide and pills and 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 psych- psychiatrists. and I think they kind of in a weird way are and of another
1: that. thing I noticed that they're doing to me is it seems like now they're trying to invent shit that's black now. Like you know, how we just talked about losing those things and not having that outlet anymore. That we're at the point where these they're like making up shit, like that article we read about the Black Thanksgiving or Blacksgiving or whatever. That's like nobody. Even.
0: Oh, Blacksgiving. Yeah. Oh, That's like nobody. Even. Oh, by the way, guys, the full the, the full version of that is out. Not just the clips that we saw. Oh. and it, it's, it's even worse. See, its we did a show on
2: the clip. If we had read the whole article and critiqued it, yeah. it. Would be like three shows worth. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh my God. We could talk about this today. It, it seemed like
1: every every other week there's yeah. something new that comes out that's like the blackest thing ever. Like we didn't have to declare that yeah. shit oh, when we yeah. were, when I was coming up. You didn't have to declare that. It just it it, it was self evident. It was what it was. You know what I'm saying?
2: It's always unapologetically yeah, black. Yeah. Like, this is unapologetic. Like, yeah, it's apologetically like, like, unapologetically unapologetic. Like, yeah. They're like, who are you really trying yeah. to... Exactly. 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 they try to convince If, if you have
0: to keep... Yeah, if you have to keep pointing out that it's unapologetic, that means that your default mode is to be apologetic about being exactly. black. Exactly. Like. You know, if you yeah. have to keep pointing it out. If it's if it's so notable something's like unapologetic. Oh, by the way, speaking of cookout Twitter, uh, did you guys see that tweet? In response to the Donna Brazil thing, I want to put all this uh. in the notes, but in response to the Donna Brazil thing that happened, where Donna Brazil was falling out with the DNC, you know a lot of these people are so over identified with uh, white liberals, like they're writing really hard for the for the Democrats. Like a lot of black a lot of black neoliberals or, or, or negro liberals are rushing to throw uh, Donna Brazil under the bus as loudly and performatively as possible uh, to impress um you yeah. know the white liberal followers, whatever. So the girl Akilah Hughes, Akilah Hughes, the one that we discussed last week, who we had an episode last week where we discussed Akilah Hughes, who had that video. Uh, it's your first black girlfriend, all about you know, teaching white guys how to date you know their first black girlfriend, like a PSA. And we were also talking about cookout Twitter about how they always want us uh, to invite and disinvite people to cookout, even though their own supposed cookout credentials haven't been established. She comes out and everyone keeps sending this to me. You know how you always ask, how did I find this crazy stuff? And I say, because uh, people send it to me, like 10 people sent this to me. She announces a single sentence. Donna Brazil is uninvited to the cookout. <laughs> so basically, because she betrayed Hillary, I think how sick that is. Because you betrayed this white woman, Miss Super Predator Hillary, uh Miss endorsed the crime bill Hillary, Miss had slaves at the Arkansas Mansion, Hillary. Because this black woman uh you know betrayed her, she's uninvited to the cookout. Like she's saying black people are that identified with Hillary Clinton that they're gonna throw a black elder under the and I'm not crazy right. about Donna Brazil
2: you know but well, I mean, i'm not going to throw cuz i her. you know i'm not up on a lot of this stuff so i wanted to ask because i remember like back during the campaign Well, i guess it was during the primary her and roland Ma- roland uh roland martin conspired to give hillary some advanced you know some, some questions in advance right. for right. the uh, right. uh, debate now so she was cool with it then what what's changed now that's made her want to come out and is it just for that book that she's hawking or did something else happen that I missed? Well, I guess she
0: had a really bad experience with the whole, um, time. And I guess she just kind of like broke. Cause I guess Hillary did something to try to take control of the party. The DNC was bankrupt and, she helped them with their debts, but in exchange, they had to like, put all the resources and stuff toward her and her, her needs and her things. And she had some kind of funny clauses yeah. and some certain contracts that uh, funneled a lot of resources toward her at Bernie's um, expense. And Bernie's version of the form had different clauses. And uh, Brazil kind of... I guess she she just was kind of disillusioned. I think one thing too is, this is my theory. She hasn't said it, but here's my thing. And this is something I noticed when that happened, right? A lot of people were getting mad at her or blowing her up for leaking the questions or whatever and Roland Martin. But the thing that I find interesting, and this is something I said at the time, was why is she getting blamed for leaking them but no one's really talking yeah. about Hillary accepting them, or or maybe even asking for them. I mean, like for the questions to be leaked to her, what does Hillary think with these questions? Like, does someone just give them to her and say, "Oh, these are just some questions, but they're not leaked. They're just random questions." And then when the questions came, she was like, "Oh, wow, um, what a coincidence!" Like, no, she if they were leaked to her, Hillary had to either asked for them to be leaked, or at the very least, when they came to her, knowingly knowingly
2: that they were leaked questions. Yeah.
0: And I found it interesting that Brazil's um, reputation was sullied by it, but Hillary kind of got off clean on it. And I I have to think that probably embittered her to a degree. And she kind of realized, wow, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm the black person. I'm a the, the falling your sword um, kind of person.
2: I get thrown under the bus. I plus. get this. You know, I gotta.
0: Yeah, and and you, you still come know. off pristine. You're doing what happened the book tour, and you know, like no one's calling you a cheater because like, I know it's not a lot of people. And I, I, and I asked this online. I'm like, why are you know people not calling Hillary Clinton yeah. like a cheater for this? For
2: you know, and one the of the questions. One, I so, think one of the responses to, to that, that was well. The uh Republicans and, and Trump call her crooked Hillary are enough, so like that's really not a good response to that. You know what I mean? I mean, where's your integrity? Where's your morals? And that goes back to with what uh uh MDM was saying about situational ethics and uh, you know, uh convenient morality. It, it's 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 they moral when it's convenient, which is to say they're not moral at all.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people are kind of getting on her. They're like, "Oh man, these these uh Negro liberals," which is what they call uh black neoliberals. They call them like you know <laughs> Negro liberals. Uh, they were just saying like, "Oh, you're just um taking some some white lady side who has not been a friend to black people. You're just jumping on her side, and throwing a black person under the bus for for her." And someone said. Uh, a black woman finally takes a stand and she gotta go. This is in response to, <laughs> to the Kila Hughes. Sounds like the cookout is on a plantation yes. and Miss Hillary lectured Negroes uh, quiet. And this girl, Aquila Hughes, kept, um, you know, fighting. She even started spreading like misinformation, you know, that was uh, that the Clinton people leaked out in her defense. And the people responded with the corrections because there were corrections in misinformation. Like one piece of misinformation was that. The, the rules primary. only apply yeah. to the prime, to the general, and n- not the primary, or vice versa, and whichever one, uh, that was corrected, and then she went uh, silent. I see one and she wouldn't respond after that, and then, um, and then someone else was, yeah, and someone else said something, where they said, um, they were bringing up how she was, um. Kind of kissing. Oh, this is what he said. They said, Someone said to her, Negro liberals stay protecting the corporatism of the Democratic Party. Yeah, that's the one I was. shaking my head. And then she responded, We live in a two party system. You can get on board or stay mad. And I was like, Oh, that's a gross. And then did you see the response?
1: Oh, oh, <laughs> Somebody said underneath that, So what you're offering is the Dems will continue to suck, but you owe us your vote. And then he says, "Enjoy continuing to lose to racist maniacs." I thought yeah. that was you a know, perfect
2: it seems reply, that, and that's the part that I, it's part yeah, that I guess I'm not understanding. It seems like after everything that's happened, you see what I mean? They lost the election. They don't have the Congress. They don't have the governorship of majority of the states or their legislators, the legislation uh, houses. It's like it seems like they 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 haven't taken a cue, they haven't taken that as a cue that they're not resonating with people. People are not are not feeling them, and I think they uh, exaggerate the point that Hillary won the popular vote to mean that that yeah possibly on a national level our message is resonating. When I think probably well I don't have anything to base this on. But i think a lot of people were just voting against trump the people that i mean it's besides the ideologues that the people that yeah. are just democrat and it could have been um you know jeffrey dahmer as the blue candidate and they're gonna vote for him
0: it's something funny about their whole uh when the popular vote thing is for all their hatred of bernie and bernie bros it's been proven that a vast majority of Bernie people held their nose and voted for what they thought was a lesser of two evils. So people act like the whole popular vote was just Hillary men and Hillary people (laughs) and people with like resist tote bags, like true believers. Like they really believe that full popular vote is just nothing but uh, true believers and, and guys with man buns and or whatever. And it's not. Like a lot of those people... Are just people who just voted for her because she wasn't Trump. People like Bernie, people who were like, "Okay, Bernie's gone, and we don't want Trump. We're just gonna have to do this." Most Bernie people I know voted for um, for Hillary. But, but but listen to some more things that this um, Akilah Hughes uh, said. Like someone, <laughs> someone also said, "Everybody's calling her a, a Negro liberal." Someone said, "Negro liberals selling out a black woman for a white establishment. Shame." Wait your turn and they will give you the same treatment one day. And then she responds, I don't get behind any liars, dog. Follow her off a cliff. So she's like, you know, really going in you know, on this Donna Brazil. Like she's really and but these are the same ones that will be telling um, white liberals all the time listen to black women, <laughs> trust black women. And these black women who are part of seated who are part of seat at the table Twitter. Because remember what we said, seated at the table right. Twitter is also the same as come to the yeah. cookout Twitter, you know, because it's are trying to quit pro quo. If we let you into all our secrets, maybe one day you let us at the table, right? They are mad at Brazil because she's going to fuck up their trust black women, listen to black women, let us be your earth mother spirit guide of politics thing. That's where they're really mad at Donna Brazil. She's going to fuck up their hustle. She's gonna fuck
2: up the seat at the table. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, exactly. Cause she she represents the black woman that they wanted yeah. you to listen to, the liberal black woman, because they didn't believe in that in the first place. Because when when Hillary was running, and there was a a, a vocal contingent of black women that rejected Hillary's candidacy, and they weren't saying trust black women, and then they were oh you, they were shouting them down, nope. and so.
0: Yeah, they were they were saying trust Michelle Alexander when she was saying Hillary Clinton is responsible for the New Jim Crow, uh-huh. or partially exactly. responsible. Yeah, yeah. There was no there was no trust black women then. Yeah, but yeah, but this is a perfect illustration of what I was saying. How a cookout Twitter is the same as seat at the table Twitter. Like, like she just she's saying this is a two party. Si-. She said this is a two party system. Get on board or or stay mad. Like, so she's on board. She's basically saying. It's a two-party system. I chose my place in the system. I'm getting a seat at the table, and I'll give out as many invites to the cookout as I have to, Man, uh, in the hopes that my seat at the table. Excellent.
1: Somebody, somebody, somebody asked, "Will they be selling five thousand dollar plates at the cookout?"
2: <laughs> Man, you know that's it's just crazy to me. Like it's, and I don't see. You know, I thought after. I, I, you know, this Trump thing, I, I saw it sent them reeling, and I knew that, it, you know, it stung. And you, you saw that from the reactions, people crying and people were having emotional breakdowns and talking about they need therapists at work and all this crap. Well, I, I thought they would bounce yeah. back. Like, I thought they would have a, come up with a strategy. I thought they would. Oh, I didn't. Huh? You, oh, you didn't? You had no faith that they would revamp oh, their— Oh, no,
0: no. Revamp their— If you listen— if you listen to my chapel appearance, uh, when I went to Chapel tra- Trap House after the uh, election. Oh, the Prophecy I went failed there one? and predicted. Yeah, yeah, I predicted they were gonna get crazy. You did say that. And, and they proved it. I remember right. that, I remember yeah, that. I said, because they asked me that, they said, do you think everyone's gonna come together? And I said, no, this is a cult. Cults get crazier when the prophecy fails. Mm. And they've proved Yeah,
2: I remember that. I remember that now, I remember that. <laughs>
0: I'm very proud of that prediction. They are. I knew they were going to get this nuts. That's why I said just keep fighting with them because they're not going to be ready to uh, to play ball with you. This is going somebody, to go crazy. Like, you might as well just finish said, them off.
1: Somebody said, y'all cooking up shit anyway. <laughs> 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 somebody said, laughing my ass off, dry ass cookout, nobody gives a fuck.
2: So what do we have to look forward to for the opposition? You know what I mean? As far as like who, who is gonna? I mean, I guess they've been floating Kamala Harris around, and that's just really doesn't seem like. Well, I slow right give now. You-
1: right now, we're in the sheepdogging phase, so they're trying to attack and and herd in all of the uh, the people that are straying right oh, now. Oh, the so sheepdog. That's, that's
0: a good.
2: That's sheep-dog. a good one. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah that's very well. Good, right
2: good
0: one.
1: And. Uh, What's going to happen is they're going
0: to... There's too many sheep. It, there's too they're many not doing sheep a good job at it.
1: <laughs> wandering off, right? Exactly.
0: Too many sheep yeah.
1: wandering off the farm right now, so they're going to have a lot of sheep dogging to do. But what's happening right now is the the, the I, what I see is the centrist portion of the Democratic Party are starting to put out some of their younger faces. So they're replacing the old guard, the Donna Brazils, people like that, and the huh. new people... Like this Aquila Hughes chick, um, are the people that are getting ready to come in and be the mouthpieces for the Democratic Party. Um yeah, I so agree.
0: And, and, and here's here's the problem, I think. Here's the problem, I think. These young guards that the, the centrists are trying to bring out, other young yeah. people don't fuck with them because they're, they're like the hall they're, they're like the hall monitors. They're like yeah. you know what these people are like, these young people that are trying to bring out like Aquila Hughes? They're the type that Dill raised her hand at the beginning of class and reminded the teacher that she forgot to collect the homework. Yeah.
2: Because, because she, she you know, did it. And, you know,
1: teacher, Weren't you supposed to give out a test today? Yeah. You said you were going to give Mike a blue slip.
2: Yeah. You said you were going to give him a blue slip for running his mouth in the back of the classroom. <laughs> did. Yeah. Oh, um, side note. Did you guys yeah. get blue slips? Did they have those where you guys were? We had pink slips in my school. Okay. Have I don't blue. know. Well, like, like the blue slip, like, so it, like, it was like four copies with the, uh, with the carbon paper in between. So, like, the teacher would write, I, it, the top layer would be blue and I think that's the layer that got sent home to your parents and then, like, I think the pink one went into your file but there's like a blue, a yellow, and a pink one with carbon I had in a between. File the, man, I had a file the size of a phone. But God, I couldn't tell <laughs> you, bro. I <laughs> <Wow. laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like the the left the left leaning guys, like the more uh, I guess you would call them more progressive or the socialist wing of the party, I guess. Yeah. they have become a lot more vocal. Oh yeah. And yeah, they are giving these people a lot of hell. Campbell is gonna have an uphill battle with you know trying to because these guys, there seems like it be a real fight in the Democratic or, or I guess. Like, so-called left to the left to the left-center area of yeah. politics, The are struggling. Oh, yeah.
0: And a lot of these young black people don't man. fuck with the Achilles Hughes of the world too, because if you go through this thread, right. there's so much, there's so much Blavity blacks talking here. Everybody's calling it yeah. blabby black. <laughs> like I was laughing. Yeah. I didn't realize how much that term caught on, but there's like people left and right saying, "Be, be quiet, Blavity black,
1: Blavity black." side of get in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. The the thing is, Definitely Is this fight is going to be going on, and there's going to be some people hedging their. They're, they're kind of hanging back in the cut to see what comes out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You see the young people fighting because they're realizing for the first time that like the 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 left wing of the party. Is willing to take losses in order to strengthen the party. Yes. And that's something that hasn't happened before, at least not in recent times, where it yeah, felt like the Democratic Party was ready to take L's yeah. in order to strengthen the party loss. Well, that,
2: that's, that's kind of mirroring what I think I, sort of what's been going on with the Republicans. Like, you know, they were they, you know, from the mid 90s on they have been increasing their strength. You know what I mean? Like they were taking a lot of losses before that. And it seems like they did learn that lesson and they were willing to think more long-term as far as, you know, solidifying the faithful of the party. And they, you know, it's going to be an uphill battle trying to get them unseated across the board. Because the sheepdogging. They're everywhere now. They're they're running everywhere. The sheepdogging. There's not. There's too many breaches in the yeah. fence. You know. There's too many breaches in the fence. You got. They're. they're they got too many avenues of escape, and, you know, th- the fact that remaining uh, remaining in the pen is just not an attractive prospect for a lot of the sheep. Now it's like, nah. You know, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? A lot of people are like, they're they're abandoning the ship, and yeah, you're trying to threaten people and shame people to stay in there because you can't compel them with your ideas. Uh, I want to
0: add one last topic for the last 15 minutes because I feel like we have to talk about it. I'm going to put um, the audio in here part of it so people can hear it. but Tyrese uh, crying mm, I think mm, mm. I think I think we have to talk about that under the heading and this is uh, the mill suggestion when is it time to log off mm. And yeah. I think Tyrese crying was a good example of time to log off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just have to
1: do it. Yeah. I know Mike was discussing, we were discussing this earlier, um, you know, for a lot of us, you know, that, that work regular nine to five jobs and whatnot, you know, social media can become an, an all consuming force in our lives, man. And, a lot of times there's a lot of negativity on there and you just got to take a break from it. You know, just as a regular person working a square gig, you just got to log off sometimes. And so we're starting to see like a lot of these, these people that are really in the public eye, just having meltdowns for everybody to see. And I'm just like, brother, it's time for you to get off of the internet, man, log off, get off of social media and go heal yourself, man. And Exactly. That goes for for the celebrities out there down to the regular average everyday working man and woman. Look, man, sometimes you just got to get the fuck off of Twitter. You got to get off of Instagram or Facebook or whatever, man, and go deal with your own personal problems, you know.
2: I think a lot of times that's easier said than done. I think this thing has become a full blown addiction for people. And I think Tyrese is a perfect example of that because I think I was reading earlier today on Twitter that he came out on Instagram and was saying that Will Smith and Will and Jada, you know, slid him five mil on the load just to float him through this hard time that he's having and advise him to stay off of Instagram and what he did was went to instagram and posted about it mm. you see what i'm mm-hmm. saying it's it's become a full-blown yeah. addiction with these people they it's it's a compulsion that they they can't seem to resist and i don't it...
0: um i
2: don't know people
0: whose main avenue of social media not just for just looking but for actually communicating with people people whose main social media for like beefing for macking whatever is instagram i feel like tend to have the worst impulse control i don't know what it is like like they often tend to do the dumbest things like those athletes or comedians or actors or whatever who fuck with instagram heavy like as bad as trump is with twitter black celebrities on instagram they just lose their minds like they go into long beefs. Carmelo Anthony, uh, trying to get Lala back, and and like begging on her photos, and or like when people leave those long, long ass captions to beef with somebody and they're always miss. Why, why can't people spell when they're on Insta- Instagram? Like, like, what happens
2: there? Have you
0: ever noticed that like,
2: no one who uses Instagram heavy? It's a, di- it's, it's a different quality of people that use Instagram because if you try, if you do that, if you do that too much on Twitter, you're going to get the, the grammar police, the uh, spell check police and they're gonna oh, ride yeah. you to, you know, into deletion of those comments. Instagram <laughs> yeah. it seems and, and, they cater to I that. I think Twitter
0: kinda of forces you yeah. I think Twitter kinda of forces you to be uh concise and smart
2: because they're 140 characters. Right. Exactly. Which is getting ready to go away. Yeah. Right. Insta- so you have to be able to yeah, you Instagram know, a person that's able to condense it is, you know, there's a lot of weighty topics on Twitter. So if you're able to condense a complex thought into a one hundred and forty character tweet or a, or a thread of tweets. It takes a little bit of you know intellect to yeah. to master the art of uh, making a coherent thread, yeah, even
0: yeah, and if you start and if you start getting stupid in a thread on Twitter, people will start clowning oh, yeah. you before you even finish the thread, it almost works as a course correction, but you, you, you know, like people won't even let you like get into your fourth tweet before they start, you know, letting you know that you're, you're having a meltdown. sounds stupid, but Instagram, like you can just sit there and just really, really dig a hole for yourself before you hit send. Like you can just really make some
2: bad yeah, that's choices. True. That's Do true. That. So I guess, I guess we should words. come up with some guidelines for these folks. Uh, you know, well, maybe it should be, uh, uh, uh platform specific i don't know uh of when it's time to check out or at least take a maybe break maybe on the weekend or so i know uh, one guy
1: that doesn't tweet on there's got to be a when friday night hits he's off of twitter until monday so maybe start small like that Just-
2: i like that See, that's good i like that yeah. it's you know i like that you know Uh, You know, people, you know, if you're at work and you whatever you tweeting, but when you got your free time, you know, people got families, you know, you guys got wives and children, you know, I, it might not seem like a lot, but, you know, every little, every minute you are, you spent tweeting, you're taken away from interacting with your family. And I think overall, that's been a detriment to society. With our personal interactions, some couples, with each some other.
0: couples tweet together. Some couples tweet together, really? and and that can be dangerous. I imagine. I,
2: oh yeah, yeah. I, I know seen
1: somebody that, like, yeah, that yeah, and um, their drug of choice. And you know, speaking of compulsions and all of that, it's kind of like a drug in a way. Their drug of choice in terms of social media, I guess, if you can consider YouTube to be social media. Um, they just watch YouTube videos all day long. Like that's literally from the time they get home from from work. They consume YouTube videos of nothing but just negative shit about black men. Like just the most vile negative shit from some oh, of these from wow. some of these uh some of the more vile uh uh black feminists. They put some real crazy shit on on YouTube, man. It's crazy. Yeah. And this person just consumes that shit all day.
0: Yeah. Um something that you're seeing right now and it makes you want to go back to your first point about terrorist simps. Uh, We give, you know, a lot of, a certain type of black feminist, not all black feminists, not all black women, but we give a certain type of black feminist um, grief for, you know, being a little too under the spell of um, bourgeois white feminism and stuff. But, But the whole terrorist simp thing, here's another thing that I think is, Kind of a bad part about all the assimilation and integration is like you have all these black guys who are willing to really fuck heavy with white MRAs, yeah. and I think that's that's, that's going to be a big yeah. source of um Man. Elliot Roger types, you know, like like especially <laughs> uh, a lot of these yeah. fake Twitter. Yeah. Isn't that declining though now? I don't know because a lot of these fake Twitter hot seem to be um because because there's like black four chaners now too who will like. Uh, tweet, really? people like that some black guy guy you know that, that went on YouTube because he, 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 said, oh, he said yeah. YouTube.
2: the chicken the chicken eating guy yeah. um uh, 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 or no that's not him that's not him well, no, ch- the guy is the little kind of moist dude that's always eating the chicken And andtariq oh, yeah. do have to, that's not the guy you're talking
0: I, about that's him I don't know he eats chicken but he, he probably does it for his for his alt-right audience to play up the stereotype but yeah he, he does. yeah yeah he will not check an alt-right person at all. He like fucks with those alt-right people heavy and they'll be Nazis and all types of stuff. And you know, he like will fuck with white supremacists. And there's a lot of uh black people like that. And if and to go with your black feminist point about the the black man hating stuff, a lot of these guys will watch a lot of uh black woman hating stuff. And one time I was watching one because I had YouTube on and it was a guy that I didn't like. So I was hate watching the video because he was talking about something. And I was curious, like, what's his spin gonna be on this? Because he always has a bash black woman. So I was watching it. And then as predicted, it was dumb, but this is what I realized is so dangerous YouTube. YouTube has the most nefarious autoplay. Like you can just hmm. sit down and it's passive. You just sit down and it will just, automatically keep loading up the next related video. So it just kept popping all these horrible, horrible black guys who just want to shit on black women all day. And when the next one came up, I uh, stopped it. Right? But I was like, if I just let this play and just laid on my couch and say like I like smoked something or I took something that kind of really like relaxed me so I really didn't want to move, I could just passively ingest like Three hours of toxicity.
2: Hours and hours and hours of that stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, it has a good side, too, because if you're watching something positive, like, you know, like, like I watch a black truth video and it might keep popping up a bunch of other good videos. Like, it all depends on where you start from. But most people are, are yeah. not going to use it in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And I really think there's going to be a black. That's
2: no, that Google. That's that Google. Man, that powerful, man. The algorithm,
0: man. The algorithm really,
2: is no they, joke. They really tapped into. They got this thing hacked, man. Yeah, but that's scary too.
0: Yeah, but along with black suicides, there's gonna be black mass shooters. A black Elliot, Roger simp. He's gonna like listen to too much Drake tripping on acid and, yeah. I mean, I th- I think it's a wrap. Uh, actually, the one last thing about Tyrese. Tyrese is a perfect example of someone who does not know good attention from bad attention. And when you're black yeah. and you don't know good attention from bad attention opens you up to be a simp, and it opens you up to lapse into coonery. And I feel like a lot of his kind of fucked up uh, choices in the Fast and the Furious movies, I'm starting to think because we had this question, is it originating from the producers in the script, or is it coming from him? And I'm really starting to think maybe it was coming from
2: him. Yeah. Um... Wow, uh, I feel bad for the guy. I feel bad for a situation. Uh, I know a lot of times our, our personal hardships are self-inflicted and uh like you said attention really you know it's the, it's the it's the currency of the day. Yep. You know, I think with the rise of uh of social media uh the uh, currency of the day is attention and if if you can't get it one way, you'll get it another way. Same way with uh, regular Damn. currency. If you can't get it the legal way, you go you know you go get it by you know robbing and stealing whatever. Yeah, you I read Tyrese. you, know, if yeah. you can't get it. I read
0: Tyrese's memoir. Uh, it was being sold for a dollar at a bookstore. It was on clearance rack, and I had to take a trip on the Long Island Railroad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, a while ago. <laughs> oh, how, how big was it? How thick was it?
0: It was a thick hardcover, but the letters were really big, and it was written, like, in a really simple level. And I'll, I'll be honest, it was an easy read. Like, it wasn't a bad read. It wasn't anything mind-blowing. I could have lived without it. But I was able to read it, like, literally in one sitting.
2: And, a and, dollar?
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. And it just came out, so I must have not done well at all. And, mm. and But it looked, like, kind of inspirational, and I wanted, like, a pick-me-up. So, and this is before I really saw him in the Fast and Furious movie, so I didn't quite, you know, wasn't annoyed with him yet. This was like years ago. And um, yeah, so so I got it. And one thing I remember in the thing was that uh, I feel like he's from a single mom. And, you know, he kind of seemed to grow up a little coddled. And, you know, I'm not trying to... Uh, shit on single moms because a lot of single moms no. know, raise a, raise strong kids. But I think he might have been a little bit. And plus, he got into show business kind of early when I was reading. Like I didn't realize how early. Well, he, he got was modeling
2: it. at first, right? He something, was a male model, correct?
0: Something like that. And I think he was at a. I think he was at one of his performing art schools. So you know, he wasn't like no. he, he wasn't like out in the streets.
2: Well, you see a lot of that, you know, in in his ways. He's have a, you know, like, like you said, yeah, I could take this comment however you want. But he has a lot of feminine ways about himself, and that's, you know, his upbringing. I was is gonna kinda, say you know, that. I was gonna that. say that. You know, I think
0: I think we should elaborate on feminine feminine ways. Yeah, I think well, we should listen, elaborate. Listen,
1: on we don't even have to feminine ways. That, you know, in so in people instance, know what we're we about. We could say you could say feminine ways, and you could also say just uh, petulant ways, you know, because it's kind of childlike the way that, what turns me off about the way he goes about handling yeah. his business, and you could characterize it as feminine, you could characterize it as childlike and petulant, but he winds his way to get the things that he wants. It's a difference between um, you know, grinding and being tenacious and being assertive about what you want versus assertive just yourself. kind of being bitchy and whining, and he kind of crosses that line and Being real bitchy and whiny and just nagging you to the point where you're just okay, fuck it. All right, man. Yeah, okay, I'll let you in the movie. Yeah. You know, leave me alone. Damn.
0: He does he does he does two things and they're like an immature woman. It's not like a mature woman, but it's like a immature woman. And that's he either either like tries to pout Mm -hmm. or he he tries to over ingratiate. Like if if the ingratiating doesn't work, then he switches to pouting. If the pouting doesn't work, then because you see, you see as soon as uh, Will Smith and them gave him the money, suddenly he's all like sweet. He's like, "Oh, thanks guys, yeah. I love you guys, this that." And that's such a hood rat. Like like he has such hood hood rat ways. Like you know he's yeah. he's ready to, he's ready to blow up your spot and put you on front street if you
2: don't do what he yeah. likes and he can't you know, help do it. Yeah. He yeah. can't help it because I I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, he was Will's Will, and them asked him to stay off of the Instagram, and he still and went on he ran right back to it. That's such that's such a like a almost a hood rat type of move right there. Yeah, he has you know way what I mean? hood rat. They yeah. have to. They always have to be a have center of attention. Okay. That's your center of attention. Yeah, let me remind all that that uh, feminine ways thing and and and, and, and make that like. Hood rat woman type of ways, right. yes, yeah. There's, there's he's of like yeah, he's not like not like a feminine, just like a hood rat woman type of way. Nah, About bottom. Because, so. because
0: because there's a graceful feminine way, and he's not even yeah. doing that. You
1: would it, hope. now he's gonna if you're gonna be feminine, you would hope that he would be the graceful feminine type. He's straight hood rat. Yeah, demure. Do you, do
0: you, let me ask you guys a question: What movie have you seen him do in the past? Like ten years, besides a Fast and the Furious movie. Uh, there was
1: one with him in
2: Game. I forget what Baby it was Boy? called, though. It was him, and Game. The only one I yeah. really remember is Baby Boy. I remember that one with him in Game. That was a. a the only reason why I remember that is yeah. because Megan Good's fine ass was in there. Uh, there was one that's been coming on TV lately uh, with the uh, what's that guy? John Leguizamo, uh, and, and uh, he was he was like a, a murderer a robber. But the really, I don't remember it. The only one I remember is Baby Boy. Oh, and um, the Fast and Furious movies. The movies yeah, Baby Boy, the Fast and Furious. Baby Boy was
0: more than ten years ago. The oh, one with the was game. was it last ten years? Yeah, yeah, that's the Last ten years. Okay. The one, the one with the game was two thousand six. So that's twelve years ago. This is what exactly okay. what he. This is exactly what he did, and this is another hood radish thing. He got one. Type of hustle that worked, and he didn't want to do anything else but stick with that one hustle. So he and didn't that's do the Fast any and other Furious thing? Yeah, once the Fast and the uh, Furious started popping off, this dude didn't do like, like look at someone like the Rock. First off, the Rock is bigger in the Fast and the Furious than Tyrese is, but did he rest on his laurels? That dude no. started in every single the thing love. under the sun. That guy is always grinding. That like dropped. Tyrese, once he got the Fast and Furious popping. You know, it's kind of like you know, if, if a hood drag, gets like a good, a good, um, a good a grind hustle. going, a little, a little hustle. hustle going. Yeah, yeah, they just need, like not do any backup plan, and that's exactly what what he did. He just did nothing but Fast and the Furious movies. He built up no back backup plan, and he's not even like a top guy in the Fast and the Furious. He's he's no, he's, he's always been a in the
2: third, second tier or third tier character. He started off as a second tier character, the comic relief, in Part Two, yeah. and then like. They started adding characters no, and he got further... No, part two.
0: Yeah, part two, he was like a leading man, but he wasn't as good a leading
2: man as Vin Diesel. But if he pushed, uh, he could have improved I guess that role. he was technically a leading man, but he was still really subordinate to uh, yeah, Paul Walker in, 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 in the most ways.
0: He was, but he was a far cry after yeah. um, he, he was a far cry after, um, I mean, no. It compared devolved became later. Yeah, yeah, yes. So he had no backup plan. So then, once The Rock, uh, delays the um, franchise by like a year, he can't eat because he has he has nothing else, no other uh, coals in the fire.
2: Well, damn! I mean, any, what are you doing with his money? That's the you know that's the other thing. That's just like that's hood radish that a lot of you know a lot of a lot of black folks have fallen prey to is is. Is not conserving your paper when you make it, not making smart decisions with your paper, and always thinking the checks are going to keep coming. Are you saying Tyrese is the is
1: the chick uh, taking a, a booty shot in the mirror and they got a mattress on the floor? Are you saying that the, the Mike? <laughs> he's that he's <laughs> he's that motherfucker
2: right there. You know, he got the mattress on the floor. He got it. clothes everywhere.
0: You might. Although, see, I will add. I will add one more. He has. When you look in the corner, the little baby peeking in in the corner of the broom shot. Look the food And he, they, they see a toddler?
1: Is he using a folding chair for a no, table? He using a folding chair for a table. Is he taking selfies in a dirty mirror? He using the bed as the ironing board. <laughs> is he is he posing in front man. of a dirty mirror?
0: <laughs> no box spring.
2: Yes, sir. That's him, bro. No boxing. That's him, bro. No disrespect <laughs> yeah, yeah. type. Yeah. No disrespect, okay. That
0: bro. dude's name was not Mud yet. He could have before it became Mud, he could have had two or three franchises, you know, or done all this stuff. But I mean, he he had that group of tank and genuine, but other than that, I just never saw a dude do anything. He just said, Oh,
2: yeah. I'm in the biggest franchise. Well you know what the, the epitome of his hood, rat? The epitome of his hood rat behavior is and and this is something if anybody who knows a hood rat or hood rat type females, you know that they will cut off their nose to spite their face. Mm. And regardless of whatever Brock did, you know that you're in a position where you can't really call his hand. So you should just shut up and do what you had to do. But a hood rat can't do that. They got to run their mouth and that's what he did. And he he, he tore his ass yeah, with that. He
0: threatened the Rock, saying, "Hey, you fuck with me, I'm gonna fuck with you. I won't be in the Fast and the Furious movies." It's like, nigga, you crazy? They could replace you so
2: fucking. <laughs> <fast."> they <laughs> will it, kill it, that it, character it, off so quick. It would be like, man, I I will shave my head, go get a tan, and audition to be the next boy bro, black dude yeah, and that he movie. Will
1: actually get better if his character is not <laughs> in it no more. So,
0: just that chill. dude is man, so man. delusional. He's so delusional <laughs> about his value. Right? Have too many characters He's so Anyway, delusional about his value. Right? Like, like...
2: Like, yeah. hood do, you really think, like do hood, you hood think rats are. Like most hood rats
0: are. His shucking and jiving and bugging his eyes and bad jokes. Like, come on, get real. Like, and I don't even... Really like the Rock's contribution to Fast and the Furious that much. Like I like the Rock, but I feel like his his Hobbs character, is the, you know, doesn't really add to the franchise to me. But it was gratuitous. Yeah, yeah, it was it gratuitous. gratuitous yeah. But I know that people would rather have him there than Tyrese. I don't need to watch, read the focus groups. I don't need to do anything to it. Just
2: exactly. You don't have a show of hands. You don't even have to get a show of hands. It's just yeah. Everybody knows. Bye. Yeah, Bye. they're
0: not even good.
2: You love it. You love it when rat say, well, hell, I'm out of here. Oh, shit. She, don't say nothing else. She just leave. You, you know what I mean? When you threaten to leave and people don't say nothing because they hope you follow <laughs> through with the threat. Yeah, like, That's please. when you know you're in, bad, you're in a bad spot.
0: That's like your ex. Yeah. Yeah. That's like your ex is choosing between you and like Halle Berry or Megan Good in their prime, and you're like, listen, you better choose me or that millionaire bitch that looks like a supermodel. And it's like, okay, <laughs>
2: well, you ain't gonna never see your kids again, Tyrese.
0: And it's like, hey, I, it's I, over I, I'll for I'll you. I'll some new ones. <laughs> That's
2: <laughs> I got a gut, but I got some good stuff underneath. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Tyrese.
2: Is... But you said they overvalue, they overestimate Tyrese what they bring to the table. Tyrese the, I don't even the know the rat mean.
1: that's uh, taking pictures of craft uh, macaroni and cheese and half baked chicken talking about
0: <laughs> struggle plates.
2: <laughs> he know he <laughs> get you one of these. <laughs> I feed my. <laughs> He, he ain't, ain't going. going he ain't, he ain't <laughs> going nowhere when I'm doing this. No. <laughs> yes, Brock is going he got, somewhere, partner. He got, he got the he got the he got the real bread with corn
1: kernels in it. Uh, Talking about yeah, homemade corn bread. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tyrese got like the struggle, struggle, struggle plates and like it's like the oh, two struggle man. like two pity likes, like you know, and and it's, the, and it's like the mom, like so someone just feeling bad, just giving you a like. Oh man! Okay, I think that that's enough. I'm I'm
2: crying. He's falling far from grace, man. And it's sad, man, because he was up. Uh, he, he he had a He was in a position. And when you're in a position to do something, it's like when you shoot yourself in the. I, I guess you know people are gonna find a reason to hate anyway. I don't hate the guy, but I, I see. I, I you know I'm I'm just you know laughing at. His self, and they, they try to play with that shit with the mental illness. And I don't, I'm not buying that for a
0: second.
2: Man, I, I I'm not know, buying. He has nothing is, wrong with
0: All I know is, all I know is, right now, Bow Wow is like, listen, get off social media. I, I mean, even Bow Wow is. <laughs> <laughs> you got to slow your roll. Oh man.
1: Donald, Donald Trump is like, bro, you need to take a break, man. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> 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 You're uh,
0: you 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 gonna.
1: Gonna have it he's it. like becoming Roman Pearson in real life, man. He he is he's becoming his character. No, in real I think life. his
0: character became him. <laughs> I think maybe he was always like. <laughs> yeah,
1: him.
2: yeah, because part
0: two, oh, Roman man. Pierce wasn't that bad, man. I think he, I think the character became him. I think he could not hold it in.
2: I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna watch that tonight because I haven't, I haven't seen him in a while. But I didn't like him. I didn't like it. I, I was like. Ugh. When I I watched the movie, I was like, I just couldn't stand Tyrese's character. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe I subconsciously picked up some cues.
0: Part eight, part eight, I thought with uh, a black director and Paul Walker gone, they were going to force him to to step up and they just made him even worse. And they just brought in like a nondescript white guy to just fill in Paul Walker's role. Like they just brought in somebody new rather than elevating him. And I don't blame him. Like he just can't. Get that vibe off of him of just like hungry for its star for attention and yeah yeah but all right guys this was a fun one <laughs> I I laughed a lot
2: oh, man. poor Tyree
1: I'm sorry for getting carried away with my Tyrese
0: jokes y'all
2: I'm hey just... feeling good right now. I love it man I love it yeah
0: all right guys but anyway
2: um, thanks fellas
1: good. great talking to you.
0: For real. We'll talk soon.